Welcome to the Global Missions Inc. podcast. Today's episode features Nathaniel Swan. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, uh, verse 17 and 18. Uh, Paul speaking, For Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with wisdom of words, for the cross of Christ should be made of none effect, lest the cross of Christ should be made of none effect. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved, it is the power of God. And that's what happens. And uh, I've been asked maybe uh, what some of that means, so I'll say what it means to me. They... Us going to the cross gives God the the road and the ability in our life to exercise every bit of his power through us. We've heard this morning that if we feel that there are areas of our life That we've not released to God, we should. We need to open every part of our heart and our life that God may be all in all. God is is not creating... um, I don't know how to exactly put this... physical being or physical Christians that is per, that are perfect, he is creating and his gift to us is the nature of Christ through the Holy Spirit. It's, it's not about a thing, or it's, a, it's about a spirit, it's about an anointing, about having the, the right spirit. We started out this morning singing, creating me a clean heart. And renew a right spirit within me. It's everything about the Christian life is having the right spirit. The right spirit is the spirit of Christ. And um, Christ uh, really went to the cross physically, went to the cross before he went to the cross physically, in that he released everything to God when he came. So it says in Hebrews that um, as, as it is written, I come to do thy will, O God. That was his plan. To do the will of God. That's why he was able to say to Philip, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. He was in fact invisible, but visible as the nature and person of God. Everything that that he did 
everything he spoke, as he says, and I'll, we're all very familiar with this. I'll just turn to John chapter 14. Uh, so Thomas says to the Lord in uh, John chapter 14, verse 5, Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we knew not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Jesus, Jesus is Jesus as the way means that his spirit has to be our spirit. His his attitude has to be our attitude. His leaving behind of of any rights or privileges that he had is the way, is our way that God wants us to go. And by the Holy Spirit, he has provided us with the ability to do that. He has provided us with the mind of Christ. He has provided us with the anointing that will work in our lives and that the the um, this is not the message that that we hear in the world it is it is christianity is not about our success it's not about our gifts our ministry our prosperity that is the focus of self. And Christ was all about self-sacrifice. And how he could bring us into restoration, into reconciliation with the Father. And that is... Um, our purpose, our calling, is to do the same thing. To do whatever it takes. Um, uh, maybe use this example. Brother Wanigas uh, told me once, he said, uh, sometimes I apologize to my wife when I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, you're all, you're always right, aren't you? <laughs> the fact is, we don't have the ability many times to judge how right we are. But having the right spirit, that was the right spirit. So he said, "I always, uh, sometimes I apologize to my wife when I'm right." Because he said, my responsibility as, as the husband and head of the home is to ensure that the right spirit is in my house, is in my relationship, is in my family. Whatever it takes to bring that about is my responsibility. And that's what Christ did. It took his life. It took, I mean, 
if as you read here in um, Philippians chapter 2, it says that he came and and humbled himself to be made in humanity. Humanity is faulty. It's, it is enmity with God because it fell away from God, according to God's purpose. And then as a man, as a Jewish man, he allowed himself to die the most accursed death that a Jewish man could die because the law said, Cursed is the man that hangeth on a tree. And he did that for us, to make a way for us, to make, to open the door for us. And his calling for us is is to facilitate and to help all those around us to do the same thing, whatever it takes. And as was ministered to us this morning, look at your life and and is there somewhere in your life that you can go back to it and do something or make a way for someone that will give them healing or will give them a way forward? May it cost you something? Yes. But it's not about you. It's about your ministry of reconciliation that God has given you through Jesus Christ. That's that's the only thing that is important. Having the Spirit of Christ. Having the Spirit of Christ is that no one will be lost. That through the Spirit of Christ, there will be opportunity for all of us to come together as the body of Christ. Every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. And we need to open our hearts, every part of our hearts and our lives And allow that to happen. Allow God to speak to us. And as as was mentioned this morning again, it's it's not us. We can't just run around everywhere and say, well, I need to do this, I need to do that. You need to have your heart open but be led by the Spirit to... Let go where you need to let go and to make a way and make an opportunity where you need to do that so that we can all come together before the throne of God in the way that he wants us to. We're in a place... Now, we're, um, it's been mentioned that we're in a journey. I think that's very true. Um, God has, has, has chosen us in these days to, to be on a journey, to be in a transition, to, um, 
be in a place, and it's and it is all about spirit. When Jesus came, uh, and I've mentioned this, he was all about what is the right spirit. What is the spirit of what God taught? And so, um, many times, if you go through the Beatitudes, those were not new. They were not original. They were uh, gleanings that Christ took from the Old Testament. Everything that he said there is, is Old Testament. But he talked about the spirit. The law says uh, that you shall not commit adultery. But what is the spirit that you have? And so um, people found that very difficult, especially people that were Pharisees. And because the, the, the Pharisee, the word Pharisee means separated one. And, and they were looking to return um, Israel to godly worship. So they, they did, their whole um, life was devoted to to a, a routine and a, a, a kind of a formula, I guess, to, to be holy, to study the word. It was, it, they were very devoted people. And, you know, God was about to move on the earth in a tremendous way that had never been before. And his spirit was stirring the earth. And, and it is today. And it's important as Christians that we don't despise what is God is doing all around us. But recognize that as the Spirit stirs people, they will, they will take hold of that feeling and, and, and Go in what in whatever way they know. So people are going to look into spiritual, into all aspects of spirituality. And we need to to really concentrate not on on doing but but praying and interceding for God's anointing to be on us and for us to be those living epistles that will that will be able to to minister to the hearts of the people that are are being stirred all around us and people uh, like the Pharisees will do because man loves formulas right we love diets and and you know exercise programs. I used to start one every two weeks <laughs> because I'm I, I can't I can't follow anything very long being an ADHD kind of who knows what person. Um, I'm 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 completely disorganized. So the best way to do that is to start a new one every two weeks and get my attention back on it. You know, <laughs> well people are like that, and so and Christians do the same thing, right? You you're going to start a Bible reading program, or you're going to read through the Bible in a year, or you're going to do that's all good stuff. Well, the Pharisees were just doing the same thing, but because Jesus was not about formulas, he was about anointing. They saw that as oppositional. 
and and you just need to read about about uh, Paul and realize here was a young man who was so zealous and so devoted, and he testifies that he said there wasn't anybody that was more zealous than me, and so he looked upon this Christ that came in and was was really just about spirit and and taking all these ministering to all these people that were defiled and and were in the streets and were, had all kinds of problems and to, to to the Pharisees these guys had no hope there wasn't a hope for them because they were they were locked in sin and and strongholds and addictions and all different kinds of things and um, there, there's there's one one script I'll just uh, Kind of jump off here and turn um, turn to First Corinthians. That I just think this is this is the only place it's mentioned in the Bible, but it's it's uh, it's First uh, Corinthians chapter fifteen and verse sixteen, and it says, uh, "I beseech you, brethren, you know of the house of Stephanus." that is the first fruits of Achaia, and that they have addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints. That's a good addiction. It's the only place it mentions addiction in the Bible. And, and that that word um, addictus from the Latin means to deliver, devote, surrender, to just give yourself completely over to um, that thing, whatever it is. In this case, it was the ministry of the saints. It was the that reconciliation, that spirit of Christ. Someone will have to find where that really is. 1650? Okay, backwards. I had it backwards. Okay, wonderful. I think that... Uh, as we look at at where God is taking us, He He is of necessity going to challenge our lives. We mentioned um, it's been mentioned to us this morning that that uh, things are not always rosy and great, and things are not always blessed. And you know the. The book of Job, which is one of the oldest books in the Bible, is is an instructional book. And uh, when the brethren taught in the early years, they taught that's the Christian life. Is that um, opposite to what we may think? Um, as you walk with the Lord, it, you aren't guaranteed to be blessed. You don't. You can't judge the situation you're in. Um, if you're being blessed and everything's going very well, that God is with you, and the, and that that's that if you're struggling and you're having problems, that God is not with you, and that's the message of Job, because Job's friends, and they were really his friends, they were his friends, they were friends of many many years, but when they saw Job's condition, they couldn't figure it out. Because they were trying to figure it out. And so their answer to Job was, you've done something wrong. You've taken clothing from the naked. You've, you've 
they just had a list of accusations of things that he must have done because they didn't have an answer for why things should be that way. They didn't realize that God was, as Job said himself, taking his relationship from uh, with God from being one where he heard God to one where he saw God. And that's what God is wanting for us. As I mentioned before, God is... Uh, the calling of sons of God is not, definitely not, a calling of elitism. It's, it's not a calling of being a something. The calling of Christ, it is the same. We must be crucified with Christ. There's no other way. We must, and, and uh, Jesus says that when he, I like Luke chapter 9. It's, this says it in many different scriptures, but Luke chapter 9 and uh, and verse 23, and he said to them all, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily. And that's the only version where it says daily. That's why I like it in Luke. Luke 9:23. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, but whosoever will lose his life for my sake, the same shall save it. Um. And that's what it's talking about is, is emphasis. If you're trying to make your life pleasant and your life successful and your life wonderful, that's not the way. That was not Jesus' way. And that's not our way as followers of Christ. But when you put, put others before yourself, then you will receive the life of Christ because that's the way. That's the truth. And that is the life. For what is a man advantage if he gain the whole world and lose himself or be cast away? And that's why um, he said again in Luke 14, Whosoever doth not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. And that cross in different situations is going to be different for each of us, but I want to tell you that God's anointing is on that. If if you feel that, that somehow in your life um, something has been taken away from you or... or uh, you never measured up, or, or maybe, you, maybe you don't want to say it or admit it, but you think God, God doesn't favor you, or God put a stumbling block in your way. And, you know, I've, I've talked to people who've, who really feel that. They've had traumatic things happen in their lives, and, and they don't really want to say it, but they blame God that God has has cast him away. And that's never true. God's hand is always stretched out to us. He does bring us as he brought Job through. And if you look at the life of Job, he was doing everything that he should have. He was following everything God said of him. Mark, he's a perfect man. Even for his children, he was offering sacrifices for each, his children. And 
um, I want you to know that in your life and in our life, in, in what is happening in the world, God is completely in charge. Don't, don't struggle against what's happening in the world because God is in charge. God says in his word he raised up Pharaoh and, and look what Pharaoh did for the 400 years uh, Egypt just enslaved uh, Israel, killed their babies. Uh, who know, you know, anything that you can imagine that involves slavery happened to them. All kinds of abuse and everything. God allowed that to happen. God was in charge of that because he wanted to produce that cry in their heart that would bring them in harmony with him and set them free. And God will do that on the earth. God is going to have a people that will just cry out to him for the deliverance not of, not of themselves but of, of creation. If you've got a, a ministry of intercession and you feel that intercession, no matter what you're doing or how busy you feel, go away and exercise that intercession and cry out for God's kingdom to come. Because that's God is looking for a people that will, will live in that spirit and will, will let go of what we think is important and embrace the anointing of God and embrace the calling of God that has, he's, he has for us and will enable all of those around us to partake of that blessing of God because he has it for each of them. God is calling us as a body, as a bride. That, and that's a difficult thing to explain how we can individually be so special to God and part of this bride, but Christ is going to marry this erythral bride of which we are all members. In, in, a, in, an, in an intimacy of the anointing that we don't understand, God is going to bring us into a knowledge of his anointing that we've never felt before. And, and we need to give birth to that. We need to cry out to that. Just as Israel gave birth to their deliverance from Egypt, God is calling us to do the same thing. And God re is wanting us to really let go of, of any feelings that, that um, somehow we're, we're not his, his blessed. Because I want you to tell each one of you today, God loves you with a love that surpasses any other love that you could possibly know on this earth. God loves you so very, very deeply. And he's looking for that love to be a channel in your life that you can release all of those hindrances, all of those obstacles, all of those things in your life that, that are, are preventing that anointing from flowing, preventing that that spirit from flowing, as, as uh, was ministered this morning, that, that somehow each day you can, you can center yourself in Christ and have that right spirit. And when you, when you sense that that's, that that's off, you just come to that place of repentance before the Lord and, and allow him to restore and renew that. God has such a tremendous work uh, for us to do, and it is all... 
It's, it's, it's all centered in the cross. It's all centered in that repentance and, and that uh, surrender to his Holy Spirit. Let's just pray this morning. Heavenly Father, Lord, we know that um, words cannot explain what you want uh, your people to do and to be. But as Jesus said, he is the way, the truth, and the life. And to each of us, you stretch out your hand. Uh, You don't want us to walk by ourselves in the way. But the very Christ of heaven is reaching out his hand to hold us, to, to help us, and to walk hand in hand with us through the way that you have for each of us, Lord. We pray, Lord, that uh, that anointing that will guide us into all truth and bring all things to our remembrance will bring to remembrance in our hearts and lives areas that you want us to um, lay bare, Lord. Maybe they're painful areas that we've covered up, that we we hide away, that we don't want to to uncover, Lord. But your Holy Spirit is wanting to do that for our healing, for our um, growth, and for the help of others, Lord, that may be connected with that. We pray this morning, Lord, that your Holy Spirit will speak to our hearts and minister us to us in ways that words cannot, Lord, and that through this camp, as the anointing leads us in the way you want us to go through these meetings, that you will speak to each need, that you will, um, Lord, just confirm to each person the very power of love that you have for them, the wonderful plan that you have for them, the plan of, of, of joy and enjoyment in their Christian walk that you have for them, because we know that, uh, Lord, it, it says that the joy of the Lord is our strength, that in times of difficulty we can have such peace and such joy, Lord, that the world doesn't understand, and that can be a ministry in itself. But we pray today for each one here that as uh, we go this afternoon, as we contemplate you and the things that you have for us, Lord, that that anointing will speak to each heart, will speak to each life, and will just give such encouragement, Lord, and such hope. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. If you would like more information about the moving of God's Spirit or resources for your spiritual life, please visit our website at www.globalmissionsinc.org.